Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. Good morning, JC. Good morning, ladies. Good morning, it's Susie. Hey, Susie. Good morning. And good Bubba morning, JC. Yeah, hey, hey, uh, how are you ladies doing? I've yeah, been better. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm hanging in there. I got a little, little tummy ache this morning, but I'm okay. Uh, JC, can can you just keep me in prayer? I'm uh, my African gray of thirty years old passed away last night. So. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Who was that again, Susie? Uh, my African gray uh, parrot. I've had her for thirty oh. years. Oh, I'm so sorry. I remember that. Yeah, it's just, my heart's just broken. I'm missing you up for sure, sweetie. Thank you. You're welcome. I love you. Love you too. Good morning. Grateful Deborah Evans. Good morning. Grateful Deborah Evans. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. And you? I'm good. Thank you. Praise God. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning. Welcome to Declaring Victory. This is JC. Good morning. This is Sister Lisa. God bless you. Good morning. God bless you as well. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Keep me in prayer. Uh, I'll be going to my cousin's service on Wednesday. Uh, He passed away last week, and I'm praying for the lady that was just on the line also. Okay. What was your name again, hon? Lisa. Sister Lisa. Lisa. Okay, Sister Lisa. Got you. It's the Lewis family. Yes. Thank you. Lewis family. And God bless you. God bless you too, huh? Uh-huh. Good morning. Anyone else like to say hello? Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. <clears throat> good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. Does anyone else would like to say hello? Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. Is there anyone that'd like to say good morning or hello? Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. Good morning, JC. It's Tracy. Good morning. Hey, Sister Tracy. Happy Saturday, sweetie. Happy Saturday. You enjoy your day, huh? You do the same. Thank you, huh? Good morning. Good morning. Anyone else like to say good morning? Welcome to the Clear Victory. Happy Saturday. This is JC. Good morning, ladies. Morning, family. It's Rochelle. Happy Saturday, JC. Happy Saturday, Rochelle. Thank you. Anyone else? Good morning. Good morning. 
Good morning, good morning again. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. Anyone else would like to say hello, hey, or just Good morning. Alrighty. Once again, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Is there anyone else like to say hello before I get started? Okay, it's time to get started with the call. Before we move forward, we ask you to mute your line so that we can proceed. Hello again, my name is JC and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 o'clock a.m. Pacific time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Be sure to continue joining us daily during May, where our new monthly theme is entitled Grace. This means that all of our declarations will be regarding the grace that God has extended to us through Christ our Savior and Lord. There are no announcements today. I had two prayer requests. First one was for my sister Susie. Her African gray parrot of 30 years passed away this morning, so let's lift our Sister Susie up in prayer, and also for Sister Lisa, for the Lewis family. Our cousin passed away, and the service is on Wednesday. So we're lifting you up as well, Sister Lisa, excuse me. The order of the call, prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Dee Dee. Declaration will be brought by Moses. Then we will go right into the closing comments hosted by the declare. Once again, declaration. Excuse me, prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Didi. Declaration will be brought by Moses. Scripture for today is Isaiah 12 and 2. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and will not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. We also ask you to maintain your volume and tone of your prayers to a reasonable level. Do not pray over the prayer warrior's voice as they are loading us, excuse me, leading us to the throne. Thank you for your participation and cooperation. I now pass the prayer the call to the prayer warrior, Sis Didi. God bless you all. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, hallelujah. Oh, God, we thank you this morning. We thank you just for breath, God. We thank you for another opportunity in life, God. We thank you for this day, a day that we have not seen. Lord, thank you that you allowed us one more chance to do better than we did on yesterday. So I just say thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you for everything. Thank you for love. 
Thank you for life. And thank you for victory. We have the victory this morning. So I just want to say thank you. Starting the prayer off with just adoration for who you are. Thank you for family. Thank you for just, just, just right now, this moment, God. Oh, Holy Spirit, have your way, have your way, have your way. What is it that you need for us to do this morning? So I say thank you for a new day of grace. It's your mercy and your grace. It's your mercy and your grace. I thank you because you decided to just breathe into us this day. So I thank you. Peace and blessings to everyone. Everyone in the sound of my voice, I hope that as you are positioning your heart to say thank you, that you're also asking him to forgive you for things that you may have said, thought, or done that are not pleasing to him. Oh, blessed assurance. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I just worship you this morning for another chance. For, to, to just make some things better. There's some things that we need to do. God, we petition you every morning. But God, let us seek you. Let us just seek you. Let us just worship and adore you. Oh, my God. I just love you, Father, this morning. I thank you just for who you are. Because of who you are, I give you glory. Because of who you are, I give you praise, God. God, I'm thankful that last night wasn't our last night. Somebody did not make it to this day. So I'm just so grateful and just so worthy. You know everybody that's in need. There's so much going on. But even in the midst of it, you are still God and you are still good. I thank you, Father. You said that in the midst of every storm, you're going to have your way. If we just truly believe, believe, just believe and not doubt that you are God and you are good. You are a good, good father. Oh, you are magnificent in all your ways. Extravagant love that you have for us because you gave your only son for us, God. So for that alone, everything that we've gone through to this day, you are still there, God. No matter what we are facing, through the grief, through the pain, you're still God and you're still good. If we trust in you, the pain will get better. All the families that's grieving, so much grief in just the last week. God, I still trust you. I still trust you as tears are rolling down right now. Thinking of all the mothers that woke up this morning in pain because their babies are no longer here, God. Oh, God, I thank you because you are a heart regulator. You can mend you can mend the brokenhearted of the mothers. I'm saying mothers because I'm a mother and I know what it feels like. So, God, this morning, I'm just asking you to, to heal some broken hearts. Those that are in preparation to lay their loved ones to rest, God. Remind us that it's still you. It's still you. So I just thank you, God, and I lift my eyes to the hills, knowing that my help comes from you. It's your peace in the midst of everything that keeps us. You are the source of our strength. I just lift my hands to you this morning, God. You've never failed us because you've always, always been there. Oh, I I thank you for your grace, God. I thank you because I do know something about your grace. Oh, my God. Lord, and then there's places that we have to check up and places that we may have hurt or offended others. Forgive us. It's about forgiveness. 
It's about really forgiving, forgiving, just forgiveness so that we can just have a, 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 a real healed life and our spiritual walk will be healthy and whole as we're witnessing to others because we all fall short. We all fall short, God. So I'm asking this morning, if anybody on the line, as you called in this morning, if you're holding on to resentment, bitterness, unforgiveness, whatever it is, let it go. Let it go. We have warfare going on. We have to be on one accord for this warfare, for this walk that we have. You cannot walk around offended. You cannot. I heard um, Pastor William Coleman said, bitterness is like a black hole. Bitterness is another form of insanity. Release that stuff so that your prayers can be effective. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, I just, I just thank you, God, for this day, for this day. Thank you for a brand new day. I thank you. Help us this morning, God, that we're not just scripture quoters, but we're believing what we say. We're applying the word. We're knowing what your will is because we're reading what your word says, and we're actually doing it. We're not just being hearers, but we're, do, we're being doers of your word. We're not just doing mumbo-jumbo prayers. We're praying from our heart position. We believe we receive when we pray. Oh, God, I thank you this morning that we are believers on this line. I know that, God, because it's your word that, that's our daily bread. It's your word that is more powerful than any two-edged sword. Help us in all areas of doubt, of unbelief, or despair. Oh, my God, let our, let our wines turn into worship. We're not whining. We're worshiping. It may sound like, oh, God, not complaining, but we're saying, Lord, thank you, because, yeah, it hurts. Life happens and it hurts, but we're turning our wines into worship. Oh, God, oh, God, because we know that if you're praying, it turns into praise. So we praise you this morning because you deserve it. You deserve it. I'm lifting Susie's family up, God. I didn't hear the details, but you know all about it, God. All about it. And for Lisa's family, who's if that they're getting ready to lay somebody, their loved one to rest as well. Just give them peace and let them know that you're still in control. You're still in control, God. I live right across the street from Rolling Hills Cemetery, and it's, 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 it's funerals every day, two and three and four of them, and I see the families worn out. Oh, God, you are still God. You are still good in the midst of our hurt, in the midst of our pain. You gave your only son on the cross, which we consider the cross, when it hurts, when we feel like we can't go on. Because when we lose our loved ones, we don't always understand. But, God, we have to trust you through the pain, through the tears. We have to trust you when we get diagnoses that, that, don't, that, that we don't understand. But we know who, what your report says. I call out bubbly to you, God. You know all about my sister. Oh, I ask that you heal her body. I ask that you give her peace in the midst of the storm. I, I ask that you just let her know that you did it before. You'll do it again. I know, God. I know, God. Heal Miss D. Heal her heart. Touch her mind. We we sometimes don't even know what our, our sisters and brothers are going through because they don't tell everything. But when they do, we have to intercede for the healing. Jeff G. Calling out for you to speak, God, to speak to your mind. 
Oh, God, there's so much going on. It's so much going on. Oh, God, I thank you for all our children. I, I call out Josiah to you and Jalen and, and Brandon. and Oh, my God. Oh, my God. As, as Sister Roz is um, getting ready to, to lay her baby to rest, oh, God. Oh, you send your baby to, to, to just go on a vacation and then her body's coming back. God, help her. Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh. And then I'm lifting up Patrice Palmer and James and the loss of their son. It's so much. The Booker family and the loss of their son. You see what I'm saying? It's so many people that are leaving here. But, God, you are still good, even in the midst of it. If you don't know what it's like to bury a child, to bury a mom, a dad, oh, God, but we trust you. We trust you even in the midst of it because you are God all by yourself. You are Jehovah Shalom. You are peace. In the midst of every storm, when we seem like we're we're not going to make it, you are our peace. We can get back up again. We can get back up again. Oh, we're going to go through some air, some moments of pain, but you are God. You said you would never leave us nor forsake us, and we have to believe that because the proof is that we're still standing. We're still standing. You never lost the battle. You never lost the battle, God. You go before we even know. Everything that we've, already, we've gone through, you already knew because you had gone before and prepared the way. So I thank you that you are a way maker. You're a miracle worker. You're light in the darkness. God, thank you. Thank you when it gets hard to breathe that you brought, you blow your breath in us, God. Thank you when we, we are facing things in our homes, on our jobs, in our marriages, with our children, with our loved ones. God, you are bigger than that. Thank you that you are bigger than COVID. You're bigger than if you're vaccinated or not. Some people are really going crazy with this thing, making differences and being judgmental. God, help us. Help us to stop letting everything tear us apart. God, we have enough going on. So, Lord, I thank you this morning just for another opportunity to come together and say, Lord, thank you. Just thank you. Thank you just does so much, Lord. I thank you because it's your name. Your name is above all names. In the midst of everything, if we just call on the name of Jesus, he will strengthen. He will keep all of it. He will keep us through it all. If we seek him and we cry out to him, if we say, help, we need you, you and you alone. Oh, God. Oh, God. We don't have to keep running to other flawed people that's trying to get it together with our woes. Just confess. Confess our sins to one another. But try Jesus for the matter. Try Jesus for the matter. And then we need to learn to listen. Listen. Prayer is not one-sided. Pray and then listen. Pray and then watch. Pray and then wait on him. Don't just keep bumping your gums, but wait on him to answer you. Sometimes he's answered, but we're so busy talking we don't hear. Oh, God, I thank you this morning for ears to hear. You said be slow to speak. That means be quiet. One mouth, two ears was for a purpose. we got to listen and so that we know it's him. 
Oh, and the word says in Matthew 6, and when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners that they may be seen by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward, but when you pray, Go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret. And your father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need. He knows what you need before you ask. Oh, God. So pray like this, our Father, which art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us of our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever, forever, forever. So this morning, Victors, before you take your phones off mute and just go hard, think about your heart posture. Think about some people that you need to release. Think about some people that you've probably put in a black hole of bitterness or resentment because of whatever offense, we've all offended someone. So before you ask him for anything, thank him for everything. So I'm asking, take your phones off mute and just give God what he's due. He just do the praise this morning. Join me to just say, Lord, we love you and we thank you on this Saturday morning. So take your phones off, music. Thank, thank, thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I call out Pamela Mason's mom to you. Lift her up and heal her, God. Call out Ravonda to you. Heal her heart. Oh, God. There's so many to pray for. Thank you from Moses this Thank you for the Thank you for the Thank you for the Thank 
Morning, family. Give us a second. DD is Pastor Lavelle. Okay, I was going by what JC said. Amen. Pastor Lavelle, you where you at? Uh, hello? Yes, brother, you're on the call. I'm on what? Says, hey, wait, y'all texting me. I'm at the gas station. I thought, uh-oh. I'm sorry. Well, can, you, can you do the declaration from the gas station? Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Um, good morning. I'm glad I was listening um, this morning. Uh, okay. Let me stop. Okay. Let me just stop popping, pumping this gas for me. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Um, oh, let's see. Um, y'all caught me. Um, it's grace, Pastor Lavelle. Grace. It's grace. Is mm-hmm. It's grace. Okay. Okay. So, um, y'all, please forgive me. Please forgive me because I hurt Moses this morning. And, uh, okay, I'm not going to make no excuse. So if, if, if I was going to talk about grace and, and choose a scripture this morning, I, I, I would choose Second Corinthians chapter 4, uh, verse uh, 16 through 19. And when you get a chance, um, I guess I better pull over, huh? Um, uh, read it. Uh, I don't, I'm not, I don't have my Bible with me right here. Uh, so just read it and, um, and, 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 and when we, when we look at what's going on, uh, throughout the world today and we, um, we, I, 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 I heard Didi's prayer, uh, that was so heartfelt. Uh, but how we see things, how we see things is very, very important because what we need to do is look at the hand of God or the handiwork of God behind everything because how well we see is a concern that has commanded an inestimable amount of our time and research. And so our our concern about seeing uh, spiritual as well as physical, it it extends um, from the ridiculous uh, to the sublime. And um, and in 1993, the largest telescope in the world was uh, completed in Hawaii, and and it has a reflective mirror that literally stretches some 30 meters across, and and when it's trained on the heavens it can pick up a light as faint as a candle as far away as the moon. And ultimately, this telescope will be able to receive light from 12 billion light years away. So our, our concern about seeing, um, it extends from the ridiculous to the sublime. But when you look at uh, this scripture today in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, um, Paul picks up, this theme of seeing, of grace and seeing, and he talks about seeing from a totally different perspective because because Paul talks about seeing things that can't be seen with the eye. He talks about seeing 
invisible things. And, and you know, you know, uh, the world has a model, and it's a good model for the world. And the model is seeing is believing. But we don't necessarily, as believers, have a model. We have a faith, and our faith says just the reverse of the world's model. And the believer's faith says believing is seeing. The world says, if if I see it, then I'll believe it, while the believers say, because I believe it, therefore I see it. And and then according to um, uh, Hebrews 11 and 1, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. What he's saying there is you can measure both the, the authenticity um, and depth of your faith uh, by the answer to this question, uh, do visible or invisible things dom dominate your life? And when we talk about grace and 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 the grace of God, and Paul here, and and these these few verses, he he literally packs uh, I like to call a catalog of catastrophe. He packs an ocean of truth in these verses, and so and so. Let me just kind of. Um, uh, in my unpreparedness this morning, do my feeble best to try and unpack what Paul packed in those verses. Uh, first of all, he, he talks about the renewal of the inward, because in verse 16, I believe he says, therefore, we don't lose heart. But though our outer man is decaying, the inner man is being renewed every day. He, he talks about the renewal of the inward. Uh, notice notice he, he gives us... Um, the, in the word of encouragement, because he says, he says, therefore, he says, we don't lose heart. What, what he's saying is when we, when we look in the mirror and, and, and we look at ourselves and we see everything that's going on around us in the world and, and, and we see that, that the youth is fleeing and, and that age is creeping, he said, we don't lose our mind and, and we don't throw in the towel and we don't quit like the world who has all of its emphasis, emphasis on, um, I would say the, the external and the flesh. Uh, when we see that there is a physical metamorphosis taking place, we don't, uh, and we don't look like we used to look. We don't fall out the floor and we don't quit because there's a higher truth where we understand when we think about how he's kept us by his grace. Uh, though the outer man is perishing and decaying on the inside, on the outside, the inner man is being renewed on the inside. Uh, there was a man by the name of Burt Weber, and Burt Weber from childhood. This man, uh, Burt Weber, desired to discover some hidden treasures. And in uh, 1979, at the age of 36, this this former uh, encyclopedia salesman he saw he, he saw his dream come true. And while diving uh, 80 miles off the coast of the Dominican Republic, he found a sunken Spanish galleon, and the ship sank. Uh, years before, and Bert Weber founded that that day uh, 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 because the hull had disintegrated, and he found a board that shipped some forty million dollars in gold coins. I mean, his 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 dream had come true. But the reason he found it is because he was in the deeps of the ocean. Wow, I'm talking about the depths of God's word. Uh, the hull had disintegrated and allowed the inward treasure to be revealed. Well, what does that have to do with me, Pastor Jones? 
Uh, well, in that seventh verse of that same chapter, it says that we have this treasure in earthen vessels. And then in verse 16, he says that the outer man is perishing. So when you put it together, what he's saying is that uh, when we recognize that the outer man is disintegrating and perishing, it's then that, the, that we discover that the inner treasure can be revealed. Well, well, now the 16th verse, um, it, it says two things. It says something is happening on the outside. And then secondly, uh, something is happening on the inside. Yeah, can I work on that just for a minute? I'll be through. Um, um, the first thing he says is that the outer man is wasting away. Now, now I, I would say that most of us think this is true with other folks. I, I mean, I mean, you've been around and you've heard people. Would, would you look at him? Look, look how old he looks. Would you look at her? She sure is showing age. Well, I, I just want to tell you, and I, I don't mean to make you mad. I don't, I don't mean to upset anybody. What you see in others, the same thing is happening to you. And it matters not how old or how young you are. The same thing is happening. Uh, the same thing you see happening in others is happening to you. And the only way you can keep from growing old is to die young. Now, 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 if you don't believe that, um, y'all at home, I, I, I dare you to go to storage or, or, or go in your room or, or, or wherever your bookcase is and, and pull out your old high school yearbook, pull out your old wedding pictures, pull out some of those old home movies, and you'll see the visible evidence of the scriptural truth. You, you, you see, uh, you'll see that you don't look like you used to look. I mean, I, I can testify. I mean, when I, when I mean, when I was in my early twenties, and 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 how I looked, and 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 all of that, I was I was a kind of a big fella and stuff. Well, y'all, I'm 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 51 now. I'm 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 not the young boy I was when when I first started preaching, because the steady drumbeat of time is beginning to have an impact in my life. And scientists tell us that as they cultivate embryonic tissue, that they tell us that if you live to be at least 70 years of age, that your cells will do 128 billion repair jobs just to keep you going. But they also tell you that the day will come that those cells will stop reproducing. Now, physiologically and anatomically, we don't know why, but we do know that somewhere in the providence and the grace of God, God decided that everything on this side of the Garden of Eden will have indelibly stamped upon it, perishing, decaying, and will soon disappear and pass away. I mean, you might be young and vibrous and uh, vigorous and vibrant today, but, but I want you to know on your brow is stamped the words decaying, perishing, passing away. Now, not only does it happen to our physical person, but, but, but it also happens to our mind. And, and it's going to happen to all of us. Some of y'all might be getting depressed as I'm talking about this. But, I mean, it's going to happen to all of us. Um, I, mean, I mean, you know, there was a time in our youth, our minds were like steel traps, and we could take it all in, and we could digest it and hold it as, as, as long as we wanted to. And, and we could ad accurately regurgitate it and give it out just like we took it in. But, but today, if somebody asks me, Jones, who is that? My response is, how soon do you need to know? Because we're decaying not only physically, but we're, we, we are also decaying mentally and we decay emotionally. I mean, we were young. We used to love with white hot passion and we used to hate vehemently. But the older we get, we become a little more mellow and, and we discover what we used to love so passionately and hate vehemently does not matter as much as it used to matter. I mean, I mean, last week, y'all know, I had my, my granddaughter, 
my granddaughter, well, my granddaughter, and and I and I kept my granddaughter all weekend. And and somebody, my 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 daughter asked me, Dad, when are you gonna let Nevaeh come back? I told her, um, she'll be back uh, the thirty third of February, next year, the thirty third of February, um, because she's almost two, and 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 y'all, I I I don't have the patience that I used to have. Even though it's my grandchild, please understand what I'm saying. And I asked my daughter, I said, I said, I said, Jayla, what time does this little girl go to bed? And she said, Dad, just give her some warm milk and she'll go to go to bed, go to sleep. I said, warm milk. She said, oh, Dad, I forgot to tell you, she's bougie. I said, oh, my goodness. So so I, I, I told her, I said, Nevaeh, it's, it's time to go to bed, time to go to sleep. And she said, oh, shoot. I was like, my goodness. And, and, and it's because because the truth, it's all because of the truth of this verse that the outer man is perishing, but, but that's the bad news. Thank God he gives us some good news. Now, now he gives us the bad news in order to contrast the bad news with the good news. Because look what he says here. He said, yet our inner man is being renewed day by day. Wow. Wow. We ought to thank God for his grace today. He says, now, though the outer man is decaying, listen, he says, the secret self. He says the inner self. He says the private self. He says the eternal self. He says the citadel of the soul self. He says the sacred place of yourself. The invisible and eternal self is being renewed day by day. Now, now, y'all, that's enough to shout about because of everything that we're experiencing in the midst of this pandemic and COVID-19 and folks still dying all around us. And so I've got to qualify that now. He says, now, if you're not in Christ, he says, he says, you're decaying both inside as well as outside. If you don't belong to the Lord, your inner decay is just a reflection of your outer decay. He said, but if you know Jesus, if you're born again, if you're walking with the Lord, though your outer man uh, is decaying, your inner man is being renewed day by day. He says, your, your, your legs might be uh, um your legs and your back might be bent over, but and your hair may be white and gray, but there's a new man and a new woman standing up on the inside. Your body might be bent, but your spirit ought to be standing up on the inside. Now, unfortunately, our generation is obsessed with the eternal. And, and, and we spend all of our time grooming the outer person. And there, I mean, there's nothing wrong with helping y yourself to look good. I mean, there's nothing wrong with sprucing yourself up and embellishing what God has given you. I mean, you're not holy because you look like something to catch drug in. You, you're not holy because you don't comb your hair or fix yourself up. You ought to do the best you can with what you got. I mean, and we don't minimize physical exercise. And I'm doing a whole lot more of that now. But ultimately, you can spend all of your time fixing up this old body. But you do need to understand that it's nothing but a tent. It's, 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 it's not a house. It's a tent because tents are associated with time, but houses are associated with eternity. I mean, I, I don't care what you can do, baby. You can, you can fry it, die it, lay it to the side. You can exercise it until you're a 110-year-old ten, tennis player. But you ought to spend some time dressing up the inside and thanking God for his grace, because whatever you do on the outside, the day will come when time will run you down. And when time runs you down, if you don't have something on the inside, you'll be a 110-year-old tennis player that's nothing but a vacuum of emptiness. You need to spend some time working on the inside. And so the next thing, the next thing he, 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 he talks about 
is the resources for the invisible. I believe, I believe, I believe in verse 17, it says something like this, uh, for momentary light affliction is producing for us uh, an eternal weight of glory far, far beyond all compassion. I, I believe that's what that scripture says. Now, 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 now he says here, the resources for the invisible life. Now, now I do need to tell y'all because we're experiencing pandemic, trouble is just as real for the Christian as it is for anybody else. Don't don't ever think, don't ever get it twisted that just because you're saved or just because you're born again that you will be exempt from the pain and the crisis of this life. The truth of the matter is the closer you get to Jesus, the more trouble you have in this life because you'll experience the ostracism of men. You'll experience the attack of Satan. You'll experience the pain that goes along with redeeming other people. So, so you'll have trouble in this life. So, so what's the difference, Jones? I hear you talking about faith. I hear you talking about grace. So what's the difference between the non-believer and the believer? It's real simple. The difference between the non-believer and believer is perspective. You see, when you know Jesus, you don't get upset when the outlook is bad because you know the uplook is always good. Oh, that's why I love this book. Look, look, look what he says here. Look what he says here. He says, he says, and, and y'all, I'm amazed by this. I'm going to let y'all go, but, but I'm getting excited. Uh, um, I'm amazed by this. He says, momentary light affliction. Momentary light affliction. affliction. Now, now, perhaps you've seen what is called an anamorphic picture, and you may not have known that's what it was called. But an anamorphic picture is a carryover from the Renaissance time, and, it's, and an anamorphic picture is when, when you look at it straight on, it looks grotesque. And it's, it's almost impossible to interpret what it is, but if you turn it over on its edge, it takes on the design of an understandable picture. Now, head on, it makes no sense. But turn on the edge, it makes sense because you can now understand what it is. So let me ask you today as I close, how do you look at trouble? How, how do you look at problems? How do you look at pressures that grind you down? How do you look at, 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 at the hostility of others? How do you look at the disappointments that you have to face in this life? How do you look at COVID-19? How do you look at this pandemic? How do you look at uh, uh, cancer cells? Uh, how do you look at people when they backbite and undermine you? How do you look at relationships that didn't work out? How do you look at a father who wasn't what he was supposed to be? How do you look at a mother that didn't provide the nurturing of motherhood? How do you look at racism on your job? How do you look at cancer cells when they come and invade your family and take over your body? How do you look at uh, children who are still dying? A mother have to bury her child. A father has to bury their child. How do you look at that? I tell you, when you look at affliction head on, it looks grotesque. But when you look at trouble straight on, it's impossible to understand because it doesn't go along with human logic. But when you turn it over on its edge and look at it edgewise and look at it from eternity's perspective, in the name of Jesus, you're able to say it's light and momentary. Let, let me ask y'all a question. Let me ask y'all a question. How would you like to leave this line today 
uh, and being able to smile at whatever happens to you. How would you like to leave declared victories line today and, 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 and being able to look at the worst life throws at you and scoff at it in the face and be able to say <laughs> it's light and momentary? We, 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 when, when people do you wrong, how would you like to say, huh, light and momentary? When, when, when hell breaks out in your home and in your marriage, how would you like to say light and momentary? And that's what Paul says. He says it was light and he says it was momentary. Now, now before I close this thing here, I, I need to call Paul here to this line. I need to call him here because some of you may not understand the context in which Paul was speaking. Now, 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 Paul, we're, we're here on declared victory. Um, I, I just need to interview you for a moment. Now, Paul, Paul, we need to ask you a question this morning. And, and you have to help us understand and, and get through this because we're dealing with some heavy stuff. And we understand God's grace. We understand that he's bestowed his grace upon us. But, Paul, you have to talk to us this morning. Now, Paul, you, 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 you said that it was light and momentary? Paul said, yes. Well, now, Paul, I, I just got this thing about me. I mean, I, I, I mean I'm mean, i Lavelle Williams-Jones. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I just got this thing about me that whenever somebody gives me advice, I, I want to know how that advice is working in their life. You see, I, I don't want nobody up theorizing. I don't want no theorician. I want a practitioner. Now, Paul, you, you, now, now, Paul, you, you, you said it was light and momentary. Paul, how has this been working in your life? Paul says, well, Jones, turn to the 11th chapter of that same book. And, and when you read that, y'all, Paul literally packs. He gives us a catalog of catastrophe, uh, I believe, starting around verse 23 uh, through verse 28. Paul, what do you mean this was light and momentary? I mean, I mean when, you, when you go back and, and, and you look at, at 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 First Corinthians um, uh, 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 chapter chapter eleven, I, I, y'all, I gotta go there real quick on my phone, real quick, and 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 he gives us he gives us this. He says, "For for I have received of the Lord." Uh, I'm sorry, uh, chapter uh, of that same chapter. He he gives us a catalog of catastrophe. I mean, he literally messes us up when when when. When we look at this, this, this verse, he says, all things are, 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 are lawful unto me. In verse uh, chapter 10, I'm sorry, he says, he says, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful uh, for me, but all things edify not. Let no man seek his own will, but every man another's wealth whatsoever is solid and shame. Uh, for the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. I mean, he begins to go on, go on and talk about so many things that he literally had to face, that, that he literally had to deal with um, uh, in his life. And then Paul says, and, and I'm looking at him when he talked about how he was shipwrecked, how he had to, had, how he had to deal with his fellow, fellow labors of the gospel. And my question to you today, Paul, Paul, what do you mean this was light and momentary? Because, because when I look at your life, Paul, that's a staggering list. If the truth were told, most of us would collapse under one verse. And yet Paul puts all of this on his shoulders, and Paul says, I've been through all of this. Well, now, Paul, you've been through all of this amazing catalog of catastrophe. What do you have to say about it, Paul? Paul says it was light and momentary. 
We think affliction is heavy and glory is light, but Paul thought affliction was light and glory was heavy. Paul said when you look at life from God's perspective, you'll know that affliction is temporary while eternal, while, while glory is eternal. But when you look at it from a horizontal and human perspective, you get bent all out of shape because you feel like that COVID-19 and your afflictions will last forever. But Paul says when you look at it from the edge of eternity, it's light and momentary. And I know some of y'all still thinking, okay, Jones, what are you trying to say? I know y'all still thinking some strange things. Let me ask you this. I'm done. Do you know how a diamond is made? Well, I'm glad y'all asked. First of all, God takes some common carbon and he places it way down in the bowels of the earth. And he allows the temperature to rise to 5,000 degrees Fahrenheit. And then he allows there to be one and a half million pounds of pressure per square inch. He places it under his developmental hand and then it comes up and then comes forth as pure gold, a diamond unto the Lord. And so my question to y'all today, my question is simply, how do you look at life? Don't curse your crisis. Remember, God is blessing you. He's giving you his grace. He's blessing you through your buffeting. And notice he says in the last part of that verse, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things that are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. And we must understand, y'all, as we go through this rough terrain of life, we need to really consider that he's bestowed upon us his grace and he's given us his grace to make it through and take us through everything that we're going through. I know sometimes it seems hard. Sometimes you want to throw in the towel. But let me tell you this. God never uses any man greatly or woman greatly until he has first hurt them deeply. A lot of folks talk about, I want to stand where you stand. And I want to sit where you sit. But Jesus says, can you drink of the cup that I drink of? Because before he uses you greatly, he's going to hurt you deeply. Why? Because it's out of that hurt and out of that pain that God allows you to acceptably minister to other people because you can sit where they sit. And then, and then out of sorrow, sometimes God uses the spade of sorrow in order to dig the well of joy. Carl L. DeBron says God's got to carve into you. He's got to hurt you a little bit. He's not going to kill you, but he allows you to be hurt so that you can contain joy hope and happiness. So we ought to thank him of the measure of grace that he has bestowed upon us. And we can go on a little further because we understand that what we're dealing with is light and momentary. May God bless you. May God keep you. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm driving. I'm cooking for my brother today. It's his birthday. So, um, all right. Anybody uh, got it, didn't get a chance to say good morning? Now's your time. I'm sorry. I rushed it. Now's your time. Good morning. Good morning, Pastor Lavelle's Rochelle. Thank God for you. Thank God for the word. Send me a plate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anybody else? Good morning. Good morning, Good morning. Pastor. Good morning, Pastor. This is Cynthia. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning Pastor. Keisha. This is my How you doing? Well, all right. Hey, how's everybody? Good. All right. Anybody else? Good, Good morning, Pastor. Thank you for 
your your word, your day. Man, I just came in, but I came in when you was talking about life and moratorium. Man, well, oh, I can't even pronounce it, but my name is Janice. Life and momentary. Life, it's yeah, life and momentary. Momentary. <laughs> And and I'm like, oh, wow, this word, I had just woke up, and I'm like, oh, my God, that word was just so, oh, and I'm just, and then when you broke it down with the COVID and situations in your life, I'm like, oh, God, it was meant for me to get up at the time I got up, even though I'm late, was late, but, oh, my God, thank you for the word on today. Oh, my God, you just don't know how you, that, that just brought a lot of barriers that was, like, Oh, thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Praise Good God. Morning. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Sylvia. Light Good morning, and momentarily. Just remember what you're going through is light and momentary. And momentary. Remember, Paul, thought, Paul thought, thought, thought affliction was light and glory was heavy. All right? Yes. And, and yes. We, we think affliction is heavy today? and glory is light. Huh? What you cooking? And who? Which brother? Mo. Mo. Yeah, Mo's birthday. Oh, I'm, I'm coming through. Save me a plate too. Me or Shell gonna yeah, come. I'm on. sorry. Can you finish what you were saying, sir? Okay, your brother. Happy <laughs> birthday. Happy yeah. blessed birthday. Yes. Uh, Paul thought we we think we think affliction is heavy and glory is light. Paul thought affliction was light and glory was heavy because we think y'all what we're going through is going to last forever but when the truth of the matter is it's light and it's momentary because y'all we're only here for a season we're only here for a season and 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 when i was a boy when i was a boy we used to sing the song what a difference a day makes 24 little hours Understand, it don't take 24 hours. We can wake up in the morning and everything be going our way. But before the meridian sun makes its way tiptoeing across the Baltic Dome and hides in blazing head behind, behind the western hills, before the day is over, your future can be fuzzy, your finance can be finished, your family can forsake you, and your friends can start acting funny. But when you look at the grace of God and look at it from eternity's perspective, you got to see it from Jesus' perspective. And understand that what we're going through ain't gonna last forever. And y'all, that's Thanks, where we yeah. can shout, and that's where we can get excited because we understand that it won't last forever. Hallelujah! Thank you. Hallelujah. Good morning, it's Krishanda. Good morning. That was an awesome word. Glory, glory, glory for light and momentary. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. That was a great word. God bless you. Wait, wait, watch this. Now, since you said that, Krishanda, I, I got to mess with you, okay? I got to mess with you. Weeping may endure for a night. I understand that weeping may endure for a night. I understand that joy is coming in the morning, right? I understand that. I, I have that assurance. But I'm dealing with some things in my life right now. So my question is to you, Lord, how long is the night going to last? That's a good question, huh? Because Amen. because listen, midnight can be any time of day. Yes. I heard Edie praying and 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 about about the parents that have lost kids and stuff. Well, my son was killed at six o'clock in the evening. It was midnight at at six o'clock. 
and I didn't think it was ever going to end, that situation, right? But it was light and momentary because I understand there was a higher calling to his life because the Lord had finished, he had finished his work on this side. All right? Pastor Anybody? Yeah. Anybody? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, um, this is Cynthia. Um, I, I'm believing in, in God, too. Um, um, I just did a, um, a, a police report for my, um, son and, um, they spoke to me, um, yesterday when I was at work and last night, um, they took all the information down because, um, I, and I'm praying and I'm having faith and stuff like that. And, um, I have to, um, keep believing, but when I hear my mom, my mom is, um, she's just like in panic and stuff like that. And, it tries to make me go into panic, but I have to keep believing and I have to keep trusting and giving it to God and, you know, God, let him come home, let him respond, let him do this. So right now they have it where he's missing. And then they said, if he do decide to call or if he shows up to let them know. So this is really helping me out um, when I listen to you guys and, and it's um, encouraging and stuff like that. Oh, praise God. We are we are praying for you. We are we are lifting you up in prayer. We are lifting you up in prayer. Thank you. <clears throat> Cynthia, what's his name? What's your son's name? Levantre. Levantre Levantre? Z as in Zebra Z. Oh Zevantre, okay. We're just mm-hmm. trusting God for his his that he find they find him and give you some pieces. We're here. Yeah. We love you. Lavelle, thank you for that word this morning. Yes. Um, you you blessed me, and also I don't know who that was that I guess we we didn't know they were still ta- asking a question. So know that it's never a fence on this call. I'm just grateful that we come together because that's what we need right now, y'all. The enemy is really trying to cause havoc. So as people are laying their loved ones to rest, we gotta keep mindful. Like Lavelle, it was so on time this message because if we're not careful, we can get so caught up and and, and get mean in the middle of our pain. And you're running people off, and we don't want to do that because that's how you get through it with each other. So I know I need each person to prevail. I need you to not only survive but to prevail through this life because it's hard. But we need each other, so we can't we can't get so caught up that we start to become bitter or cantankerous or angry because in the midst of our pain, God is still with us. We got to remember that. So, Lavelle, thank you for this morning. Even though I really wasn't in prepared to pray because I had just got on the call, God is amazing. So, brother, I thank you for, like Rochelle said, always being ready because everybody on this call is hurting this morning. You can hear it. So just thank you for being ready, brother. Oh, thank you, sis. And, and, and y'all, we have to understand that what we're dealing with is light and momentary. You know, I was just sharing, I was sharing uh, with some pastors this week, y'all, there must be something greater after this. I just believe in my heart that there's something super greater after this, uh, because I just don't believe that God would allow us to go through what we're going through and not have something greater for us. But however, we need, we need to understand that what we're going through, what we're dealing with here is, is so we can, we can have a testimony about the goodness of God to other people. Amen. And that's what we have to, and, th- and that's what we need to understand. And that's what we need to, 
gravitate to and hold on to to make sure that we we know that 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 we we can we can share our story with other people your testimony ain't just for you your testimony is for other people how hey. god used you mm-hmm. um can Good I morning, i'm sorry um thank you for your declaration and yes it's, um as some of the songs i mean like you said the, the song that you sung as a kid as a kid, you know, growing up in church, we sung Trouble Don't Last Always. So um, that is definitely, you know, um, what you're hitting on as far as momentary. Um, so life happens, but, you know, it's just only for a moment. And I thank you for your words. Amen. Well, praise God for you. Praise God for you. All right. Anyone else? Come on. Well, this is Kedra. I just want to say I thank God for everybody in not just declare victory in my life and how strategic God has been. Didi, that prayer was on point. I'm just going to testify to something and be transparent. I will use all of two minutes of everybody's time. But so I'm out here in Georgia. My aunt is in a rehab facility. And like, so her competency and her coherence is, um, it's, it's decreasing. Like, you know, as we get older, like you were saying in your mind, your health and your mind, you know, um, fails or you know diminishes to a certain extent so we're trying to get her on the phone we're calling so i got the bluetooth in one ear with declare victory and i got the other phone in my hand and if i tell you the minute the dd start praying the people answered the phone at the place they walked to her room to tell her to answer the cell phone and she was talking just so clear so i just wanted to testify and say, thank God for you, Didi, and I thank God for your prayers. And that prayer really works, you know. And um, what did you say about he got to hurt you a little bit to, what what would you say, Pastor Lavelle? He got to hurt you a little bit to. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's not going to kill you, but he allows you to be hurt so that you can contain joy, hope, and happiness. Okay. Amen. So that is, so just to be transparent and testify to that. So like, it's hurting us because like our, my aunt is my second mom and our aunt is like the one that kept the family together. And we all came out here to Georgia, you know, to honor her and just like all hands on deck. But during this hurtful time, I am now a a business owner. You know what I mean? I got my business running. So he's reflecting his joy, the joy that I know this is just the tip of the iceberg that's going to occur, you know, because he's hurting me a little bit so that it could be great joy so that he can get the glory out of my life. Cause it's not me. It's nothing he do. It's nothing he say. So I just thank God um, for this safe place and for the people that pour out and, and, and just how he is God by himself. So my hallelujah belongs. To Amen. Amen. And I agree with what Didi said. So many people are hurting are going through, are going through and dealing with what they're dealing with. And, um, and, and just remember, your affliction is not going to always last. It's not going to last forever. Pastor Lavelle, um, I so can concur with the grandbaby because mine is here, showed up at 10 o'clock, so one of them. Um, and it's my son that passed away. So it's extending that grace. I, I never can say no because, you know, I just have to spend that time whenever. 
And besides, she's a single mom now, so I try to do what I can. But waking and she up walking around like it's 8 o'clock in the uh, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So what are we going to do now? But I understand and I get that point of, uh, you know, how we get older and some things we just can't endure. But because of God's grace and because the grace that he bestowed on me, my pain, out of my pain, he gave me grace and joy. I'm happy she's here. Don't get me wrong. And to look at her to see my son. So that's the joy in the pain for me. So thank God, because your word was right on time. So God bless you. Well, well, bless your heart, because because I I work a full-time job as a garbage man, and I pastor two churches, Sacramento and Stockton. And I the best part about my granddaughter's visit, my granddaughter's visit, was when my daughter came to pick her up because my patience, y'all, just ain't that that long no more. I, I enjoy her, don't get me wrong, but right. uh, uh, almost two year old walking around and, mm-hmm. and I got her and I got her all weekend by myself. Oh my goodness, y'all pray for me. That's the grace. That's the grace. And it, and it was light and momentary. So. <laughs> Well, I'm laughing at both of y'all because, you know, y'all river is seven months today. Thank you, Jesus. And what I'm saying is she on her way over. So could y'all, y'all pray for me because she busy. And so when she was not doing too much, it was good because she was asleep and I could hold her. But now she don't want to be held. She's falling out. She's slapping. She, so, but the grace of that, and Lavelle, you just made me think about it. When I think about my pain. When I think about delivering a dead baby and not losing my mind, and I know y'all probably say she's talking about that again, yeah, because it's my story. But it also it was the it was that pain that that I didn't know fifty uh, he would eighteen he would been thirty four so thirty four years later that I'm going to be loving and blessing on women that had that same pain too. So that pain was a purpose. There was a purpose in it. So I understand that that grief. It was momentary. It, 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 the moment was long. Like you said, it wasn't just for it. didn't just happen overnight. It took years of me going through the processes and understanding God, God's plan is what it is. But then, oh, I got assurance in the word because he gave me beauty for ashes. So when you're talking about uh, your granddaughter and Rochelle talking about her grandkids and how, you know, your son, that's your son's baby. And now here I am with River. When I lost one, God, he don't, he don't, he don't leave you out there by yourself. So it's like he gave me another chance. Hands, if that makes sense, it's painful as it was. I'm still here, and so Lavelle, thank you because wow. your word wow. just really, really just fired me up. And we're gonna hurt. Life hurts hard. Yeah. It don't. It, it hurt. Yeah. But we gotta know that God yeah. is still God. So I thank you for this grace this morning, bro. Miss D, wow. you're such an encouragement. I never said you. You you always encourage me. I think about you all the time, and I think, you know, how, how strong you are. And I know everybody goes through, but um, you help me get through stuff because the the way you talk and the life you live and stuff like that. And I really want to uh, give you flowers, and I really want to thank you because I never say anything to you, but I always just say how, how strong she is and how she's just uh, serving the Lord and how she just yeah, everything. You know, sometimes words can express. And I really want to thank you, Ms. D. And, and Didi, that's your story, baby. That's your story. You stick to it. And, and can't nobody take your story from you. Can't nobody take your pain, your beauty for ashes. That's your story. And you tell it as long as the Lord allowed you to tell it. Because you, whether whether somebody know it or not, that's blessing somebody else. 
And somebody yeah, else got the same it. story or a similar story. They're just too scared to tell it. And 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 what you're doing is going to call somebody else to come out their shell and tell their story too. So you keep telling it. Hello, good That's morning, right. Sister Lisa. Good morning, Sister um, Lisa. I was, was that Dee? Was she said her name was Dee? That just spoke. Dee Dee Dee. Dee Dee, I thank you for that because you helped me. And you're helping Demetriana me. Demetriana Faye. I'm your child. And my child, I just uh, lost a year ago. And it seems like I'm trusting God. Uh, but what you just said, I have more hope that I'm going to get through this because it feels like it just happened yesterday. So I'm still going through, but I know that the Lord is with me and just by you uplifting me this morning that I can get through this, even Amen. through the pain. And Lisa, I thank you. Lisa, stop saying still. That's that's one thing I okay. want you to do. Don't do that. Don't say okay. still. Lavelle Teller, Rochelle okay. Teller, you, that, you can't say I still because people do that. You still grieving? Okay. Yeah. That's my child. Yep, I miss too. my baby Same every too. day. Right. Yeah, so you have yeah, a right yeah. to mourn. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But know that beauty for ashes, but then learn to celebrate the time that you did have him. See, I didn't get okay. my baby at all. He didn't get to breathe one second in this in this life. So okay. I'm grateful, but I'm still grateful that I was able to carry him. There was a purpose in that, right? Okay. And so I, I can't even comprehend Lavelle and Rochelle and you and, like, my nephew. I lost a nephew and a niece in the Sacramento River. Kyler was 23. His baby was 15 months. What? And that hurt. I still hear because he was at my house. No, um, sooner, I mean, you know, earlier that, that, that few weeks earlier, sitting at my table, and he would always say, Auntie, I, I miss my nephew saying to me, Auntie. His 15-month-old baby didn't get a chance to be three and four. But I, I learned to, to mourn him differently. So I think about okay. the good stuff, and I think about God's hand even in that. You know what I mean? So we have okay. to decide this, and I think Tanya says it best. When you wake up, Sister Lisa, choose joy. Yeah. You can have your little cry, okay. not little cry, have your cry, yeah, celebrate your baby's <laughs> life, and then find you something. If it's one thing that you know he would want you to do, is to live. Yeah. You still got yeah. life. Yeah. He wants you to have joy. He don't want you to yeah. be in mourning yeah. every day. Because God gives us a gift each day that God wakes us up. It's a lot. Open up that gift. Celebrate your son because you have one. And then, you know what blessed me? And I'm I'm not trying to take over the call, Vail, but I know so many women who who could never even give birth. And so, or either they lost baby after baby. So God placed me in their life. So what you got to do is is just try to rejoice. Try to find if it's a song, if it's a scripture that you love, that gets you when you want to. When you want to be sad, just just think about something to make you happy. Go smell some flowers. Go. I promise you, and I know the, the call laughed at me about my singing, but do y'all know, I, I promise you, I, it may not sound good to y'all, but when I'm worshiping him, it, I ain't trying to sound like CC. I can't. I got to sound like Didi, and it, and it brings me out of that place. So just know that he will give you beauty for ashes. You're not going to ever, and time don't heal everything. Time just keeps going. You got to let the Lord heal you. But thank him for the life that he gave you. Somebody said that. Somebody said that to me yesterday, Dee Dee. In terms, uh, time heals. Time heals. Let me tell you something. No, I mean it. It it may slow it down just a little, but let me tell you something. If you, I I don't want nobody who's never lost a child to tell me how to feel about losing a child. If you ain't never lost a child, don't you can't tell me 
You can't, you can't tell me how to feel about losing a child. Um, um, if you never lost your parent uh, or sibling or anything like that, and, 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 and y'all, and, and y'all know, most of y'all know my story. I buried my daddy and sister on the same day and just lost my mama a year ago. So, and then I got a thug brother who wants to, anyway, you know, <laughs> um, so, but, but God still, God still blesses. And I thank him for his grace and, and the, and the measure of grace that he continues to bestow upon me and, and, and on us is just amazing. And the truth of the matter is we don't deserve it because we haven't been so good. We haven't been so kind, but when we have to look at it, we have to look at everything that comes to us. We have to look at it from eternity's perspective and not a human perspective. Because if you look at it from Lavelle's perspective or Didi's perspective or, or Rochelle's perspective, uh, you, you're gonna get bent out, all out of shape and you're gonna think that the Lord is messing with you. You're gonna think that the Lord has, has uh, abandoned you. Uh, I, I saw I saw a preacher post on Facebook this morning. He said, "I wonder has the Lord quit me?" And and people start chiming in and said, "I understand. I understand how you feel. I mean, he, he you know because sometimes it. I mean, let me ask you a question. One of my best friends is in town. I did a funeral in Richmond yesterday. Pastor Damian Epps uh, from Chicago. He's here, and he hit me late last night. And he said something years ago. He said, what do you do when it seems that God has taken an extended vacation and left no forwarding address? Think about that. When you call on heaven and heaven is silent. Jesus did. Jesus called on heaven and, and God turned his back, didn't he? Have y'all ever thought about that? Yes. Hmm. Things to make you go, hmm, huh? But but he also came back to say, though he is silent, he is not still, because we live in the now, but God operates in the not yet. And we can't see him because of our humanness, because of our the limitness uh of our sight and the and, and the our limited faith. We can't see him working in the night yet, but when our nows get to God, not yet, he moves our problems into the no longer. Okay, anyone else? Anyone else, y'all? Anyone else? Anyone else? I got tri-tip, ribs on the grill. I'm sorry. Diddy Moturn, how I'm 51. Wonderful words. Wonderful words of life. Beautiful words. Wonderful words. Wonderful words of life. Pastor, that was awesome. Life. Now, wait, 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 wait. Life. Now, now, now Anna if you go, if you're gonna sing the song, sing the song the way I tell you to sing it. <laughs> <laughs> she sang it the way she sang it. <laughs> Look, this is the greatest night of my life, and you done messed up my head for that. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, that's I'm sorry. what I, I was put in my mind, you know, when you was, you know, when you were giving your uh, declaration. I came in on, on like, uh, kind of like on the end, but that, you know, it just 
like you said, what I thought was really powerful is when you said that we look at affliction as heavy and the glory is light. And for Paul looked at it as, um, you know, the opposite. That's that right there. Right. That's just powerful to me, you know, because it's true. It's true. But I'm praying that, you know, day by day as I live on this life, that I begin to, um, you know, meditate, think from that perspective. So you gave me a different way to look at it. I wanted to tell you that it was just awesome. And no, but that's what came to my mind. Beautiful words, beautiful words. Wonderful Praise words. God. Praise God. All right. Anyone else? Anyone else before we close out? Anybody else? Now is your time. Come hey, Pastor Lavelle. Hey, this is this Gloria. Good morning. Hey, Glow. God bless you. Thank you for that wonderful declaration. And uh, as you were speaking, my what kept coming into mind, you know how the Bible speaks about the, all of creation gives glory to God. And so uh, the thing that the was Bible. coming into my mind, you do too, the thing that was coming into my mind was how even in the darkest of midnight, you know, when we look at the sky, even when we can't see the moon, as the sun is coming up, we always see glimpses of the the, the darkness getting lighter. And so um, what, what I just thought about was that as we go through our darkness, our, our midnight, whatever it is we're going through, God gives us, he, he shows, he gives us glimpses of his his coming forward, how he's bringing us out. And so as we enjoy the things that we can enjoy, the memories, the love, and the, um, and and everything that he brings into our path, that he is lifting the load. It may not, it's not going to go away because whatever happened to our loved ones, that's not going to change. When they pass it, they're not coming back. We'll see them in glory. But in the meantime, we have the, we have the blessed, blessed assurance of Christ that that we have the memories of them and we have the love that we have with them. So, and those grandchildren that drive us half crazy. <laughs> I'm going back on. Right. Okay. Anybody else? Hmm? Y'all listen, listen, listen. Um, I, I, I did say I'm, I'm, I'm cooking for my brother today, today, tomorrow, actually his birthday is tomorrow. Uh, my dad, he and my dad, he was born on my dad's birthday and my grandmother. Um, so uh, our dad has been gone 11 years now. So, um, so Mo's going to celebrate it. He's, he's not, he's not, he's not happy that I'm not staying because I just don't do crowds like that. You know, uh, even though I've been vaccinated and stuff, but I at least can cook for him. But, um, but yeah. All right. Anybody else? Come on. Y'all. I got a few more minutes, and then I'm gonna let y'all go. Good morning, brother. This is Bubbly. That's the way. Wait, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Now I know you got my message the other day. I know yeah, you got my message the other day. Uh huh. But you still ain't called me back. But you still ain't called me back. Yes. Uh, I know. I'll call you. Don't don't worry. Not I'll today. wait. I know. Don't you worry. Know. I'll wait. You know, anime got your back. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help that. I couldn't help that. Okay. Um, God, just continue to pray for me as I go through this journey. But I, something you said tonight, to say was that something I just realized five years ago. I'm 55, so I just realized that I'm 60, my turn is 60. That guess what? You, you, your life is, you don't have some trouble in this life. Because I didn't believe that. I, when I first got saved, I was like, 
oh, you know, what life is going to be wonderful. <laughs> Ain't nothing going to bad happen in all that. And then, like I said, it took me a long time to realize, yeah, and there's a purpose in everything that God allows in your life. Everything. Everything. Like you say, he had to hurt. I remember uh, William, Dr. William Coleman, Reverend, <laughs> said one, one um, service about he may have to put you on the operating table and leave you there and then come back and finish you up. So that's what life is for me. You know, I'm everything I go through, everything, good, bad, and different. God ain't left me. He ain't leaving me alone. I'm going to be here until he says something different. But it's a learning process. And like I said, this took me five years ago to realize trouble don't last all the way, but there will be trouble. So that's, that's, wow. that's my testimony for today. I love y'all. Um, enjoy that food because maybe when you come back to Vegas, I can get some of that food. <laughs> I know that's right, bro. I right. love you too, bro. Okay. All right. Anyone else? Anyone else? Anyone else? No? All right. Listen. Listen. Uh, if you're in the Sacramento or the Stockton area, you all are welcome to come visit the Greater Harvest Church or the Mount Zion Church, Greater Harvest Church in North Highland, Sacramento, uh, and the Mount Zion Church in Stockton, where the proud but humble pastor is the Reverend Lavelle William Jones. Um, so um, I thank God for that. And we're going to open up another location in Elk Grove in the next probably six months we're working on that now so um god is really moving in my life and i thank god for everything that he's doing um uh listen you'll get on the airplane but you won't go to church we do church in the parking lot at the at the at the 845 service and we do inside at the 11 o'clock service but I want to encourage you all to get back to normal and and continue to do so, social distancing and stay safe, mask up and things like that. However, don't get so caught up and comfortable with staying at home and watching watching church online. Get back to normal. Start getting back to your your daily routine, your daily life or what you do. All right. And some of us are some of us ain't never going back. And I understand people have pre-existing conditions and stuff, but try and get a sense of normalcy in your life. Try and get a sense of normalcy in your life to get back to what you used to do. And don't let don't let this 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 pandemic defeat you. You defeat this pandemic. Go to worship tomorrow. And when you get to worship, make sure you worship and make sure you see Jesus in the worship. Because if you go to worship, and you don't see Jesus, you have not worshiped. Isaiah chapter six, read it when you get a chance. Make sure you see Jesus and the worship, because if you go to worship and you have not seen Jesus, you have not worshiped. Don't get so caught up and just sitting on the side of your bed in your kitchen or whatever you're doing. Um, make sure uh, make sure that, that you get out there and 
and, and you worship a true and living God. Amen. Amen. I love every last one of you. Thank you, uh, Rochelle and Moni and everybody for uh, choosing me to do the declaration. I apologize for not being ready because I had left the house already and I thought I heard Moses. JC said Moses was doing it. Uh, so, uh, so that's why I thought I was relieved of the duty. So that's why I left. So I hope I said something uh, off the cuff and from the heart that blessed somebody. Um, and y'all have a wonderful day. Enjoy this beautiful weather. Don't just stay in the house. Get out. Go walking. Go do something. Go bike riding, y'all. I got my bike ready and stuff. I'm exercising. I'm feeling really good about me, about my mindset, about where I am and what I'm doing and uh, things that I'm doing. And guess what? I'm having trouble on my job. I am having so much trouble on my job. But guess what? It's light and momentary. And when people don't know your value, they'll treat you any kind of way, but it's okay. They're going to need me more than I need them. I promise you, because of what God is doing on the other side in ministry. And it won't be long now before I'll be full-time in ministry and doing what God wants me to do in ministry. So I'm excited. I'm excited about what's to come in my life. And I hope you're excited about your life too. Y'all don't just walk around with your head hung down. Continue to encourage yourself. Stop waiting on that phone call. It ain't coming. Stop waiting on somebody to pat you on the back and tell you everything going to be all right. It ain't coming. So what you need to do when your pastor won't lay hands on you, baby, you better learn how to lay hands on yourself. Hallelujah. And encourage yourself. And Bubbly, you, you are, Bubbly, you are inspiration to all of us. You are a total inspiration to all of us. And I pray that if I ever get in a, 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 a situation in my life and in my body, if, if I ever get there, that I, could, that, that I could have the attitude that you have. I that praise God good. for you. And Dee Dee is so powerful. I can't stand her, but, but she's so powerful. And, and, and y'all know her brother Squeak. Squeak sold her for what was it, eight ninety nine, Didi? I think it was. What do you, how much he sell you for? You know what? Don't do that. Don't. Do, he he oh. didn't never want a sister, so you you know I'm in my feelings about that. I thought I was a boy child. <laughs> I like them boys. So leave me alone. You he taught me how to, he taught me how to fight. Day. I do know how to fight though. Look, I'm against you. <laughs> Listen, he texts he texts he texts me and told me he sold her for eight ninety nine. <laughs> oh wow, that's not funny. <laughs> but guess what, Chrissy? You made it. You made it. <laughs> you made it. Uh, and look at the goodness. five that God made in you. Squeak on. He, he no, I'm going to sing that I in the love, morning at your three churches, Lavelle. I'm going to say it and show up at all your churches and sing that. I'm Sister Holla. Make sure you bring your butterfly mic. Bring your, bring your butterfly mic. Bring your butterfly mic. Because <laughs> if you don't have your butterfly mic, you can't sing. It's in the you can't use going back you on mute because you can't you can't you can't use my mic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you are doing so well. well. <laughs> I know. Y'all have a wonderful day, Rochelle. Don't call me no more. Don't text me no more. Ask me to do no more declarations you. if you ain't gonna get it I together. All right. <laughs> well, where else we gonna get the walking word from? You and Lisa and and some more, but you be right on point at the gas station. So God bless you. 
Lisa <laughs> is is the walking word. She is the walking yes. word with her with her holy self. She's a sweetheart too, ain't she? All right. Okay, y'all. Y'all have a wonderful day, y'all. And do something encouraging today. Don't just sit in that house today. Get out. Go walk around the park. Go walk around your neighborhood. Go see. Go see. Go tell them to to move them abandoned cars and make and, and, and make and make your neighborhood look better. Amen. <laughs> All right. I love y'all. Y'all pray for me. Y'all can watch me tomorrow. Uh, on Facebook Live and all of that at at eight at at eight forty five and eleven o'clock. All right. So if you want to, you're more than welcome. All right. And then I'll be right here on this line too in the morning. Okay. Love y'all. Y'all have a wonderful day. Love you. Be blessed. Y'all. Love, love you guys. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. You're gonna be on the line tomorrow by yourself, Bill. Looking forward to hearing to y'all <laughs> hear me sing. I'm gonna take requests too. If y'all need me to sing something special, hit me. I'll sing it. Whatever y'all need me to sing. Amen. Love y'all. Amen.
the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying